0: This is The Art of Discussing, where everyone is committed to having discussions with people sharing different points of view, or respecting the person expressing them. We're your hosts. I'm Ben.
1: And I'm Kate. And we're excited that you've joined us. Let's get to this week's episode.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Art of Discussing. We're your hosts. I'm Ben.
1: And I'm Kate.
0: And today's episode, we're just bringing you an update on the happenings for the anniversary of the Russo-Ukrainian War as it nears its one-year anniversary for Russia's in, renewed invasion into Ukraine. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, recent happenings. And a little bit of what's happened over this past year, uh, delivering you a bit of statistics and kind of just keeping it really brief and succinct and maybe a little bit of outlook on uh, what we're going over this next year and what could possibly happen. Um, so, Kate, uh, can you help us by telling us a little bit about, you know, from February 24th, 2022 to uh, now, today, as we record this, it's not quite the anniversary, but the anniversary is February 24th, 2023 of this year. Um, where do we stand so far?
1: So, yes, I can give you that information. So according to this will be in the show notes, statistica.com. The number of civilian casualties in Ukraine during the invasion as of February 5th, 2023, was 7155. So 7,155 have been killed who are Ukrainian civilians. And 438 of those were children. And then for injured, it is 11,662. Uh, and 851 of those were, were children. So that is Ukraine. When looking at the Russian numbers, we're seeing somewhere in the in the realm of 200,000 uh, Russian military that have been killed or wounded so far. For border crossings, so that would be refugee kind of numbers. Uh, potentially is uh, from February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two to January thirty first, twenty twenty three. From Ukraine, they are saying that there were uh, eighteen, a little over eighteen million, uh, and to Ukraine, which Ben and I were kind of like, what does that look like? To Ukraine, from what I can tell, could be people going in either to help, as Ben mentioned earlier in our conversation, or it could have been to, from what I can gather, it may not have been like they were going there to stay. It could have been like they drove a bus over, grabbed a bunch of people, and came back out and then turned around and did it again. So that could be some of that numbers, but that number is uh, almost 10 million, so nine point nine. Uh, and so then let's see. The last number I was going to give you guys was the total number of list-based sanctions imposed on Russia, and this is from the February twenty-second, twenty twenty-two to January twelfth, twenty twenty-three by target meaning uh type of of group whether it was an individual an entity, etc. Um, They were opposed by the following countries, Australia, Canada, the European Union, France, Japan, Switzerland, and the UK, along with the United States. And uh, individually, that could look like freezing assets or putting a travel ban. So individuals in Russia, which a lot of people probably commonly say is oligarchy, but uh, individuals is almost 9,000, so 8,984 individuals have been sanctioned. Entities have been 1,811 entities that have been sanctioned. So those are some of the broad stroke numbers. Uh, I'll, I'll have those links in. I'll also, one of the things I found was a six-month total from a different source. Um so you can kind of see maybe how the numbers were progressing over the, you know, six each six months. Um, but that's what I have for some statistics.
0: Okay. Wow. That's a lot over this past year for sure. Um and there's even a uh Olexi uh Bear with me as I pronounce uh, the, the generals, the defense minister of Ukraine, Alexei, uh Reznikov, has said that uh, he is expecting Russia is preparing for a major new offensive that could be taking place as soon as uh, February 24th. Uh, he mentioned that and this would be probably news for most of our listeners that there is a uh, a holiday in russia entitled defender of the fatherland day on the 23rd of february and that that holiday celebrates the army defender of the fatherland day so uh, they're expecting uh, he's he's noting that they're amassing troops and mm-hmm. they feel they feel that something could be uh planned for them I read
1: that as well. That is similar to right before they invaded last year. They're seeing some of the same, same patterns.
0: Right. Um, A few, a few other things that have kind of uh, been of huge note, first of all, first and throughout the year and recently as well, um, Ukrainian president Zelensky has been traveling really and making the rounds to appeal to Western nations, especially um, just for aid uh, in terms of materiel, in terms of you know political support, and um, he's actually been somewhat successful. As the UK, the US has uh, has agreed to send some tanks over, uh, and I'm not too sure if he was successful with uh, Germany. I know that they were kind of looking to see uh, which way the US would come down on on that. So. It looks like they will be receiving more material. They they were also successful in uh, obtaining some anti aircraft uh, missiles for air defense. So uh, that that has also happened. Um, isn't
1: there one? I don't know if it was anti aircraft. I'm sorry to interrupt, but isn't there one that? actually required Ukrainian military personnel to come here and learn how to use it. Like it's a very specialized, I heard, I don't remember what it was called, but I did hear the Patriot missile system. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Um, where they're training them currently here. Uh, I know, I guess it was kind of controversial that we're giving it to them. I've heard some kind of like different opinions about that.
0: I'm sure any sort of, aid and or military capability uh that the US is providing to Ukraine would be controversial especially in the eyes of uh Russia and uh Putin's government you know administration mm-hmm. um especially because that's something i think Putin has been fairly vocal about is his perceived encroachment on Russia's own sphere of influence uh by the North Atlantic Treaty Organization or NATO and which is one of the reasons he cites uh he being Vladimir Putin uh for you know
1: invading taking
0: action taking action against Ukraine mm-hmm. um another another headline is that president biden um will be traveling to poland to deliver some remarks just ahead of the one year anniversary of the russia's full scale invasion so uh look for that to be happening uh shortly um that's another um, major headline you know that's coming soon to be expected and uh, this one, not so much having to do with the war, but definitely having to do with the hostilities, is that uh, President uh, Zelensky, Ukrainian President Zelensky, is reiterating calls to ban Russian athletes from the Olympic Games, competing in the Olympic Games. Um, he's citing that uh, Ukrainian athletes have and coaches have, have perished during this past year of Russian aggression, um, mm-hmm. to use his words, and in address to the nation. And so uh, he's he's hoping that uh, the International Olympic Committee will uh, remove Russia's participation from the Olympic Games. And so that that's another headline that we, we came across a, a few times. And, and actually, the last but not least, cyber attacks have have really taken center stage. not only missile attacks, and um, bombings, which of course are you know you can see by infrastructure being hit, um. But the healthcare attacks and the electrical grid of Ukraine has really been impacted by Russian action, whether it is uh military action, air uh, bombings and missiles, or cyber attacks. Um, which is kind of impacting the electrical grid of the nation, and now there's. Uh, rolling blackouts and well, just loss of power. Period in some areas of the the country. So uh, this is all kind of where it uh, a, a loose picture of what's happening. Russia maintains a presence in the eastern uh, part of Ukraine in the um, Donbas region, uh, and it remains to be seen. But it does it does seem like. The protracted action is unexpected for Russia and having a toll on both their economy and their military forces. And it does appear that uh, Ukraine is able to gather increasing, at least it seems, uh, support um, from the West.
1: I think they also took back in the last few months a couple of regions too or areas that were Russia-controlled. So they have made progress They, I think there's a lot of people because of the wet winter and how brutal it is right now with the weather are thinking we're get, there might be more things happening as we get closer to non winter like spring summer. But it did seem like the Ukrainians in the last I don't know if it's three or six months have been able to take back some of those regions that were uh captured I guess you could say by the Russian army indeed so now that we've talked about the current events of the last year historically though uh Russia did invade and take over one portion of Ukraine called Crimea in 2014 so this is not the first time they've invaded
0: Right. Um. It's important to realize in in when we provide this update for a one year anniversary that this is not a one year anniversary of the Russian Ukrainian conflict. Right. That has that anniversary started in twenty fourteen with Russia's occupation of the Crimean Peninsula, um, which borders the Black Sea and is Ukraine's access to you know the And so that's very important to make that distinction, right? Because the Crimean Peninsula did belong to Ukraine, and now Russia has been occupying it since 2014. Very technically, right, that's an invasion. If somebody had done that to us, we would consider that an invasion. So um, we, we mean to say that this is the upcoming, is the one-year anniversary of hostilities into new new territory into the Ukraine uh, into Ukraine so they they already occupied the Crimean Peninsula and uh this time last year they started a new front
1: yeah which I think is kind of yeah I think it's I think it may have been why they were so surprised that Ukraine the Ukrainian forces have been able to hold them off for i think they i think because they were able to take it so quickly some people are, have said maybe that is the reason why Russia thought this would be over very soon and it wasn't for the rest of as they invaded further
0: right right yes so uh stay tuned if, as developments continue to happen um in this conflict we will be discussing and bringing it, bringing it to you. If you, if our, you as our listeners would like to hear more on this topic, please reach out to us at info at um, And let us know what uh, interests you, what aspects interest you most and that you'd like us to cover um, until then uh, keep discussing.
1: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on social media and check out our Patreon page. Leave us a review on your listening platform if you like the podcast. If you haven't heard your viewpoint or would like to be a guest, email us at info at artofdiscussing.com.
0: Till next time, remember there's more sides to the story than yours. Look, listen, and learn, and keep, keep discussing. discussing.